the stream. I've never done this before, so I thought I'd uh, give this a whirl. Uh, StreamYard, I got turned on to this by uh, Stick, Sex, and Hammer. So what I'm doing today is, I guess, maybe uh, a shout-out to the Canadian truckers out there who uh, are uh, trying to change the narrative, so to speak, change uh, their... Um, their situation because uh, they've been putting up with it for too long. Let me look at the uh, camera here. So I haven't really uh, tried to stay on point with uh, a lot of other different uh, situations that are going on around the world. Uh, we can talk about those in a different uh, stream. But what I think uh, is important to understand is that uh, they're, um, they're up against overwhelming uh, forces in terms of uh, the political forces uh, the world uh, world uh, organizations that are uh, been driving this narrative or uh, certainly have been trying to um, consolidate their power economically, which we know about using medical tyranny to achieve that, uh, installing in these uh, these passports which have nothing to do with health. And have everything to do with well they tie them to your vaccine status but the vaccines don't work and they knew they didn't work and they were just they were just ramming this together uh and they don't care who they hurt in the process and there's been many people who have rolled over throughout this time and um i think people have been more than sufficiently patient with the situations that have happened with the coup that's been taking on around the world against rights human rights civil rights uh, Australia should not be under under the martial law, essentially. They're imprisoned inside their country. Oh, yes, there are many Australians down there that are supporting the, the government or have, uh, quote-unquote, enjoyed the fruits of their, their position in life and don't want to rock the boat, don't want to stand up against tyranny, or certainly don't see the, seem to understand what that tyranny in, entails in terms of being... Uh, being unable to move about freely and you cannot, they cannot point to any real data point that suggests that uh, Australia is uh, under some uh, massive attack from a, a, a COVID uh, crisis. We've had flus pandemics happen before, not just 1918, which is what they always like to try to reference, which is, an, uh, is, is abominably stupid. It has been abominably stupid. I'm probably using a different word. But we had pandemics in the in the during World War II. Matter of fact, gets overlooked. Uh, 57, 58, uh, 68, 69, 75, 76, um, and then obviously you heard about the SARS ones. And throughout the world, there's always something going on. Don't don't get it messed up that uh, there's been illnesses and uh, epidemics in certain uh, spots along the globe. This one has been used purely in a manipulative and manufactured, it's a manufactured crisis by the media, the media that is bought and owned by the powers that be. And people like in Canada, to get back to them, have dealt with this. In Canada, this is about as far left or as, uh, what would you say, as restrictive as humanly possible towards people. You know, they don't have a, a, the Bill of Rights uh, that... Um, it did exist in the United States of America, but have been uh, shredded by uh, courts that are not able to actually understand what the Bill of Rights are or the U.S. Constitution. 
And this is the objective, to strip everybody of their human rights and everybody of their civil rights and their civil liberties and to refuse to, in government, any politician or government that is telling you otherwise is a liar. And they're on board with this plan. And they've been on board with this plan. And most of the pinheads that are out there in terms of uh, uh, Jacinda Ardan or, or Scott Morrison or Justin Trudeau or Boris Johnson, Emmanuel Macron, all these leaders in these particular uh, countries, these prime ministers and these presidents, presidents are uh, were trained up at the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum is stationed in Davos. Davos being located in Switzerland, uh, they have uh, they have a carved out position for neutrality to which nobody can uh, assail or attack. Um, as far as looking at them as a, a a bad actor, when in fact all the all the bad actions are originating from that particular nexus, at least at least in the terms of the business side of the situation. They're the business uh, operation behind uh, a lot of this stuff going on worldwide. Now, the Chinese Communist Party, Beijing, is behind the methodology or systems planning with the, uh, the passports, uh, the social credit score, uh, the system that these people are trying to adopt, at least from the Davos standpoint. And, of course, you have Washington, D.C., which, of course, has decided to cede its power and is refusing to do things in any logical manner. And that's why they installed the puppet that is Joe Biden, because Joe Biden has been morally decrepit all of his life. The Democrats were hell-bent on this. They each got a little carve-out. If you go back and look at the Democratic primaries, they were talking crazy the whole time with UBI, which is, a, you know, this is basically a soft form of, of, of communism or certainly socialism. Uh, communism they're trying to get to because as they know as we've all heard you will own nothing and you'll be happy when somebody makes that kind of statement and the world economic forum did make that statement take it for what it is when someone tells you what they're what they're all about believe them they're not and th th that wasn't a mistake in messaging that is the message people sometimes misinterpret this idea and of course they're going to backtrack and they took down the video yada 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 we all know this this has been well documented. So what does that mean? No own nothing means no property, no rights, no freedom. That's communism. That's what they want. Get it through your head if you're out there and, and doubting this stuff. Corporate fascism. They've had a can they've been using governmental urging of uh corporations to crack down on people and force them to take a, a, a murder uh, take uh medical procedures inside their bodies that they do not want, they do not need, and have not been quality controlled in any way, shape, or form. So when the Canadian truckers have decided they've had enough and they're going to Ottawa to, to show their protest, I mean, they have every right to. They have a t right to redress their grievances. This should be something we should have worldwide. There's no, there's no sense of avoiding it anymore. Um, we're, we're entering a very, very unique time in world history and the technology that these people want to deploy on us is not for our benefit. It's for our control and for their ultimate power. They don't, they don't see you as anything more than just slaves on a plantation, a feudal serf. All they want from you is to just shut your mouth and listen to them 
and watch them uh, watch them prance around and act uh, act like hypocrites and dare you dare you to question their authority over you. This is reprehensible and has been reprehensible. We've seen it over and over and over again. There's so many instances. You can talk about the Obama uh, party. You can talk about Boris Johnson. These people are diddling while Rome burns. <clears throat> Joe Biden is a fool, and he always has been. And Xi Jinping is laughing, and he's plotting. And whether or not Vladimir Putin has any intention of taking over Ukraine is almost irrelevant. It's not up to us, the United States anymore, to offer that uh uh, protection, but moreover, we're the ones that are ginning up the problem. Uh, our media certainly is. The people on the East Coast who work in these pinhead organizations and the agencies aren't doing anything diplomatic. They're not actually working to try to uh, uh, to keep relations working fine. They're working to undermine world security, causing conflicts. They want to cause death. They want to cause destruction. They want to have a reason for the military-industrial complex to get more money to buy more weapons, and to put us further in debt, which, oh, by the way, that's probably the biggest and often the most overlooked problem in this whole situation. The Federal Reserve in the United States and, of course, around the world, all these central banks have printed up huge amounts of money, huge amounts of uh, uh, stimulus, or hidden. Uh, they're hidden off the books. We don't know what banks hold what, and the banks are sitting here now going to start, start uh, gobbling up property, land from the rest of us they're buying up anything they can get their hands on and they're going to make everybody poor and they're going to purposely leverage you and blackmail you to uh, submit to their will this is just sick to the highest level and all the people behind it you can start guessing and hypothesizing to who they are we've all discussed these out loud and people call us names for using rothschilds or rockefellers or any other pinheads that are out there. Most of us don't know about the, the Chinese order and certainly the uh, CCP and the number of agents they have and the fact that the, the Communist Party is about 90, 90 or 90 to 100 million uh, folks out of 1.4 billion. So 1.3 million, 1.3 billion Chinese folks have no representation. There's only a one-party system. And they, matter of fact, they just... Uh, uh, <laughs> punished one of their billionaires so to speak because they said he was uh too corrupt um he was a uh, what was it something about cat disrupt disruptive capitalism uh, they they use unique little phrasings in order to get what they want uh, uh um get what they want um on the other side of this i think the canadians have the right plan at least the people that are truly um seeking freedoms seeking liberty they just want the mat. They want the mandates repealed. Mandates, the mandates that are being repealed, though, will not get it done. Honestly, that's not the. That is that can't be the end goal because the mandates that they're going to put in place are just going to redo them all over again. They're going to come up with another virus, and they're going to say, "Well, if we hadn't, you know, they're going to say, if we hadn't repealed these mandates, that this new virus wouldn't have impacted us." They're going to keep on using the same strategy because they don't have anything else to offer. Um, and uh, I mean, when I say offer, they're going to use the same strategy to get the same end result that they want, and they're going to slowly bleed everybody dry. Uh, this is um, this is a new type of what they call asymmetric warfare. 
against us. They're using information warfare, financial warfare, economic, uh, the whole kit and caboodle, anything but actual direct confrontation. They're trying to use, they're using all these tactics around the world in these military, these are military operations. They've always been military operations. The pandemic itself was a military operation. The coup in the United States was a military operation. These things were planned out. Uh, people don't think, oh, lower level people would never go along with this. You'd be surprised what people will go along with. People just nod their head and shut up. If you give them enough money, they really will shut up. People are not as brave or united as they, they should be. And many people aren't as, uh, quote, uh, patriotic or certainly not as, uh, uh, especially if they have any kind of uh, ven uh, vendetta or antagonism towards whoever it is. And this isn't even about, you know, the who won the presidential election. That's almost aside, beside the point. Uh, it certainly doesn't make any difference in this situation. The problem that we're facing is something that's existential to the entire world. This isn't just the, especially the Western world, but certainly um, we all have to uh, come to a point where we can't, we can't stand, we have to say no to this stuff. We have to seek, seek out ways to do that, resist. And when I mean resist, I'm not talking about the Antifa and BLM resistance. I'm talking about, you know, not going along with your employer's mandates, not uh, saying no to your boss directly. And say, no, I will not succumb to your will. You're not my master. You're not, some, and don't even, don't, and they will try to blame shift. They'll try to act like you're hurting somebody. You're not hurting anybody. Flus have circulated the globe for who knows how many thousands of years. And these people are just so despicable in their mindset and the mass formation that they don't really have a good understanding of what the hell they really believe. They just think that they think that they have a, us, um, to blame for all their problems. It has nothing to do with that. Grandmas have uh, passed away due to weak health, health immune systems uh, every year and grandpas too. And people in, in all shades of uh, uh, immune, immunocompromised situations, flus are going to continue to uh, circulate the globe. They always will. They always have. And we're all going to have to face that reality. Um, I guess at this point, the one thing that hasn't been stated is that we're all going to have to look at our informational usage um, uh, uh, in terms of where we can go. I, I just uh, got onto uh, StreamYard today. Thought it'd be a, a different uh, to try out and see um, what what how it works. And I'm going to upload this. This is going to YouTube, and it'll be on uh, Twitter. At least for now, um, we may uh, go uh, in further detail on some other things. But um, the platforms I'm on are, in particular, are Rumble, Odyssey, uh, BitChute, obviously YouTube, Sprecher, uh, Substack. Uh, those um, those platforms are working. Plus, I have my own website, uh, www.dcfpress.com. And when I start trying to evolve uh, uh, this platform. Uh, my own particular uh, uploads and uh, things that I work on I may use the whiteboard behind me uh, to kind of uh, go through that. I don't know if I've been looking at the camera directly, but I've never been uh, much for the media side. That's why you uh, normally don't see me on camera. But 
I think it's important for all of us to find as many ways to communicate while we can. And I say while we can, because I don't know how much time we're going to have left because these people that we're fighting against, and I mean fighting against, we're not, we weren't the ones who started this war. They did. Just remember that. They were the ones who turned COVID into a plan. They were the ones who have been pushing their, pushing this, um, these narratives on, for example, transgenderism, which is a sad situation. It really is. It's a sad situation for those who have been um, sold that idea. The people in Davos are, are using that to explore other ideas that they have about transhumanism and genetic alterations, uh, CRISPR technology, uh, artificial intelligence or general intelligence, as they call it in the business. I'm not going to pretend to know everything about those things, but they do exist. And I do know who the people are behind it. And many of those people are connected to very, very, very bad people. And by bad people, I mean, they've already been, at least in one particular instance, a guy named Jeffrey Epstein was heavily involved in that. If you go to his Jeffrey Epstein Foundation, you will find out who what he was involved in. He was connected not only to Bill Gates, he's connected to Ben Gertzel. He's connected to, and Ben Gertzel is connected to, uh, Sophia, he was the lead engineer on that. And Sophia is uh, uh, the, supposedly the first AI or robot that was uh, developed by Hanson. But they're trying to go much beyond that. That's just that's just a model. That's not that's not the end state. That's the prototype. They're trying to get to where uh, they want to eliminate most human uh, interaction with things like making food. Uh, building cars, building anything, building, touching and involving in anything. And then there's people out there and they want to eliminate them, eliminate that from the health system. They want to quote unquote improve your gen. And they sound all wonderful. These genetic things and the genetic improvements and intelligence improvement. There's a, a particular presentation done by Purdue university regarding this uh, whole idea and concept. And that's from a couple of years ago. So you can imagine where they are now. If you get enough money, you can do just about anything or certainly have the, the con con conceptual idea of doing anything. So the point is, is uh, the, the moving, removing of barriers between female and male, which is tied to uh, the genetic material you output, not necessarily what your input is. And they all, the people out there that argue, oh, one in 2000 people are, are not born with XX or XY chromosomes. Well, that's that's fine. There's there's going to be uh, what what you would call uh, exceptions that prove those rules. Those exceptions can be dealt with. And they say, well, what's the parent supposed to do? And I'm only going down this. Well, the parent has a decision to make when the when the the birth occurs, and then that's something that they they have to do in their own heart and mind. They have the control. This is the this is the, this is a fundamental thing. The parent, the mother, or if they actually have a unit family, the mom and the father have the decision to decide for the child at that particular point. The child doesn't have the capability to make that decision. It's a form of, you know, obviously that's the case. So if there is a situation where later on in their life, when they become an adult, decide to make that change, then that's up to them too. If we get to that point, but the funny thing is, is so many people, you know, want to be wrapped up, too wrapped up in their own identity. Identity is more than just what your sexual identity. That's that's uh, that's actually the smallest part of who you are as a person. That's actually almost 
I'm not saying it's ancillary. It, it can be a key and fundamental in many ways. And they, these people will tell me, you don't understand. I go, sure it does. You, but that is, there's more to you than just what your sexuality is or sexual, um, you know, male or female. It's what you do. It's what you involve yourself in. It's the path you choose in your life, how you choose to live as a person, the interactions you have with other people. And of course, those that that particular uh, circumstance of being male or female has a, a big change. And of course, anybody who wants to be in that um, what I would call the trans a transgender uh, situation, they want are they seeking uniqueness? Are they seeking seeking speciality? Uh, are they seeking um, are they what kind of affirmation or uh, uh, what are they really looking for? I mean, that's that's the probably the key question they even they have to ask themselves. And can they answer that? And oftentimes you'll find out they probably can't or they think they can or they answered in such a. Um, such a surface level understanding of what it is they are trying to get to that wisdom comes over time. And, you know, there's enough things to worry about in just becoming an adult that you probably uh, shouldn't impact these people especially as minors. And that's where a lot of people are having objections. Um, and I'm only going off this topic because this is what the grander agenda is for some of these uh, very um, transhumanistic uh, people that are embedding this stuff inside the World Economic Forum. They're embedding that as uh, something along with the climate to hustle, which is going, they, they have an astronomical price tag somewhere between 150 trillion to now I've seen up to 275 trillion, which is kind of, uh, it, it's quite a quite a feat of math to try to figure out how that's going to be entertained in any way, shape or form. And and by cutting, uh, uh, you know, they're oh, so worried about carbon emissions. It would be interesting to find out that the earth uh, changes uh, its position or polar uh, axes or some other, um, let's just say external event that can't be controlled by humanity itself, then what? I mean, what did you really accomplish by wasting uh, uh, wasting money on energy on things that cannot be uh, or currently are not available to do anything with? And the thing is, is you can prototype a model, new energy platforms and test these things out in a much smaller and condensed manner and then come up with a come up with a cost and cost benefit ratio in order to deploy them appropriately. But no one ever does that. We never go through the math. We have lots of people that have these great ideas, supposedly. They think they've created something wonderful, but if the math doesn't work out in terms of getting the cost-benefit ratio, in other words, you're getting more benefit than you would get in other uh, potentialities, say, for example, nuclear versus wind, uh, then why? what are we talking about here? Maybe we should look at a way to har harness uh, nuclear uh, byproducts. I don't know. You know, the waste. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a, a nuclear engineer and I'm, I'm certainly not going to pretend to know everything about the physics part of it. Seems just kind of interesting that we 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 uh, ignore certain conversations and either they're ignoring it on purpose because they have a, another side hustle they're trying to work on or they're purposely pushing us towards another direction because they make money off that, too. And that's the thing is, is how much of a hustle is this? And And of course, um, this makes you, when you start having to question their motives, 
and you have to do all the work for them or try to figure this all out. That that's when that's why I don't trust these people at all. And you shouldn't because they, they have an evil vendetta and they have laid it out exactly what they want, at least at a higher form. Uh, they have no intent of working with you. They just want less of us. Makes it easier to manage. That's really what it boils down to. So this whole transhumanism thing or the transgenderism, which is going to turn into the transhumanism, they're going to say, well, we have all these people that want to transition. So you should want uh, our upgrades as we offer them to you. It doesn't matter if it really um, it basically destroys humanity. They don't really care about that at all. I mean, they've, they've already said that pretty much to our faces that what is you don't make any difference to them. They're only looking for uh, the highest IQs, the most malevolence, and the people that are highly motivated to help them with their plans. That's really what it's all about. That's the reason why you're dealing with the prime ministers the way they are and, and their, their health uh, healthcare officials. They don't care about the people that they uh, oversee. They just care about power. They care about their little position. And they care. You can tell by their, you can tell by the way they treat people and the way they talk, that they look down upon you in all uh, in all manner of speaking. There's no, uh, there's no feeling of uh, compassion or love for any of us. They just play people off each other. It's a uh, you know the divide and conquer game that we've been uh, dealing with for, I don't know, uh, since uh, since the beginning of mankind. You know, dividing people up, using playing them off each other, so another group, and and then not to be able to see that, that's where that's what gets to be disheartening, is that people who should have at least a minimum amount of understanding that that this has happened, but this is what happens when they don't train that in school, uh, they train kids to be sheeple, they train them to just adhere to rules. I guess in, in some respects, I'm kind of glad that I was always kind of a, a non-rule person, so to speak, or I broke the rules a lot. Not because I thought that was always the most beneficial route. I just had to be told why. I learned that at a early enough age or early enough age uh, due to some other family circumstances, which don't need to be discussed here. So the Canadian truckers that are currently... Uh, uh, doing what they're doing are rule breakers. And when I say rule breakers, I mean that in the best, absolute best mean uh, way uh, possible. They've decided that they're, uh, that they're no longer going to just sit back and let somebody tell them what to do. They're men. They drive trucks. They get loads across the country. They make sure you have food. And then of course, at one time, like in Canada in particular, uh, Justin Trudeau's little media people put out that, oh, the truckers are heroes. They're doing so much wonderful. And then now, oh, the truckers are radicals. There's a radical group that's overseeing it. And I saw the CBC today, early this morning, was uh, discussing this. I mean, early this morning, is about an hour ago. They were talking about how they're far right and all this other. They, they slander people. They don't even mention anybody by name. They don't actually take their words uh are there, are there people amongst this 50,000 group that are probably of some sort radical? I, I Undoubtedly so, by probability alone. But you can say that about any group of people that's large enough. You can say that about every group of people you've ever been in a, a large conference with, that some people were there for less than ideal reasons. To say that they're all the same? No. There's a spectrum with everything. 
and uh, the fact that you have a media that likes to focus or hone in or or just flat out smear a whole group just because um of course the media is being run by the run by the government anymore and being run by billionaires who have an uh now even trillionaires i guess you could say uh, a, a very keen objective to put you down um if you start looking at who owns what media companies you'll realize that you know they're not that the messaging is coming from the people that sit on their boards, you know, the Larry Finks of the world that own Black, uh, that is the CEO of BlackRock. There's a reason why he's got $10 trillion in assets under management and he has his fingers in every pie and he owns at least 5% of probably every major Fortune 500 company in the United States. It's not just him. You got Vanguard and you got State Street. You got uh, Berkshire Hathaway. You have JP Morgan Chase. You have a whole host of uh, companies that own, have to own substantial shares or institutional investors in all kinds of companies. I'm not de not denying that, but they all have the same ideological bent. Control, power, um, and they want you to have less and they want them to have more. And they've gotten to the point where they think, oh, I can have it all. And they're working, they're colluding, uh, they're a cabal that work together. And they really, they, they're actually right now, at least in the American stock market, uh, they're buttressing each other together with uh, Fed money that isn't even real money. It's fractional banking. And of course, who knows what they're doing with this money and where is it going? Is it going overseas? These are questions that have to be asked. And the same thing can be said about uh, Canada, the Royal uh, Canadian Bank. And other other places are also probably in on this uh, scandemic of uh, epic proportions. I don't know what caused all this. I know that there's a, I mean, there's hypothesis surrounding the, the prior president because um, the globalists, and believe me, Davos is purely a global communist organization, uh, finds any any uh, uh, loyalty to country uh, is against them. They despise people who they call it nationalism. I call it populism. You should you should want your country to succeed. You should want to be a part of a country that uh, has pride. Remember the Olympics? The Olympics is a, a coming together, supposedly, of of different countries and athletes who represent their country uh, because they they're loyal to their country and and they pr praise they they are glad to be you know an Austrian or glad to be a, a Spaniard or glad to be a, 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 a an Englishman. Same with American, same with Canada, same with Austri Austrian, a Thai person, etc. They 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 are proud of their culture, and they like to share their culture. And the Olympics is it used to be a cessation of hostilities, and yet the United States right now is going into the going into this Olympic thing, which of course is being held in Beijing, a country that punishes people on a regular basis, rounds them up, you know, puts them in a re-education camp. They even do it to their the leaders, uh, uh, quote unquote leaders or billionaires who get out of line, like Jack Ma. And they send them off and they disappear them for a few months or even longer than that. And they disappear entire ethnic populations. And, of course, we have CEOs here in the United States that operate for the Golden State Warriors and says, ah, you don't care about the ethnic Uyghurs. You don't care about those, those Muslims. You don't care about these people. Really? I'm glad you can tell me what I think. I'm glad you think you're so arrogant because you run a, uh, you know, you're an investor and some basketball team and you kiss the kiss the ass of uh, uh, China 
to come here and tell me how I think about those things. Do I know everything I need to know about it? Of course not. You know why I don't know anything, know everything I need to know about it? Because the media doesn't do their damn job. The journalists that are working in these places don't do their damn job. They re- they they show it right away with the the Canadian uh, truckers. They uh, they won't uh, cover these people except in the most negative light. They're they're idiots. They're bought. They're no longer journalists. The best journalists in the world right now are citizen journalists, or uh, and the commentators. The best uh, commentators are the ones who analyze the entire spectrum and find stories and can piece it all together. And they put out uh, independent content. They do it individually because no one else will do it for them. They have to spend time. They have to go do something aside from their daily job. And of course, the 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 uh, it's amazing when a story comes out nine months after you've already covered something. It finally comes out in the quote mainstream media because then it's an okay to release the release it. And they've been duping and suckering their people for. However, however long it took to get it out of the get it out of the way, call it the narrative had changed, or they get it out of the system so they can say, "Yeah, we reported on it." They'll drop a, a one report and they'll say, "That's it, we did our job." This is the people you deal with, and they get paid a lot of money by the billionaires to do this stuff. Um, I'm just getting off on a rant here, but the situation is just untenable anymore with this. Uh, uh, our entire world has to uh, evolve, but that means it evolve, and it can't evolve in the the new normal that they were setting us up for. Remember the the ling- linguistic tricks of uh, the pandemic, uh, in particular. Uh, we we can't go back to normal. We have to go to a new normal. The new normal that they they announced in June 2020, the Great Reset, the Build Back Better, all this cockamamie bullshit that we had to come up with and all of us had to sit through that stuff and and come up with a uh we had to say to ourselves why does this need to be done it's a flu why is this all being done wasn't being they were messaging that right they were uh, antagonizing and they they started throwing in the right in america they threw in uh black lives matter and uh racism chants and all this other uh stuff they use George Floyd. They they totally abuse that. Totally abuse that. As much as as much as I think there's so much wrong about how they reported, and I know there is with George Floyd, they they exploited a person's death. Think about that. They took that guy. They they took that man's death and they exploited it for everything they could. They every morsel, every morsel of his life was chewed up on CNN. And then. You had David Dorn, who was a 77-year-old uh, St. Louis retired cop who was doing some security work. He got uh, he got shot over basically protecting a store. I think he was they were stealing a TV set. I watched that. I watched the video where the kid was over the top of him and saying, "Come on, OG, come on, OG." He said that multiple times, and and of course, you know, did the Democrats care about that? No. Didn't fit the narrative. Did the Republicans care about that? No. They're too scared to even say anything about it. They're all retarded. They're all evil in D.C. I mean, I hate to say all of them, but let's just say 
there's more of them that are not <laughs> not on the uh let's say there's more of them on the take than not more of them that are corrupt than not and that goes for the agencies we all know that the fd fda uh cdc nih cia fbi all these crazy dhs you know you start naming all the alphabet and you can go down the list and they all have some kind of uh, a permanent mark or scar on them and this this actually erodes the moral imperative of the united states of america we managed to get through world war ii and we had a moral imperative to keep this world together and unfortunately we made some really stupid mistakes one of them was establishing the cia that's one thing and in importing in nazis or certainly uh, refugees from germany let's call them that and everything from that point on has always been a subterfuge to hide the dirt and laundry and of course our enemies know this the ccp knows this most of europe knows this it's really interesting how much europe has pulled out their knives to backstab us maybe because of all the stupid intrigue that our our agencies have been involved in and uh, uh eroded away the trust you can't they'll they'll say you're being naive that you can't rule the world based upon the, some some idea of being above board and being a good country if you're a, a powerful country. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I think there's a lot there, there's a lot that can be done. I think we had come through a time frame where we saw so much evil from the late 1920s through 1945 that most people said not again, not ever again. And yet here we are back right back where we're, where that is irrespective of what you may think that's where we are. We're right back to totalitarianism. We're back right back to racist narratives. We're right back to us versus them. We're right back to uh, who knows who, who knows who's going to start the next war and when, and it, we're on a ticking time bomb and, and, and we don't need to be, none of us need to be, we can stop this. We should stop this. It's, it's no longer, we no longer can let the leaders that, that think they can dictate to the entire world do this anymore to us. You know, if you're, a, this won't be seen by very many people. And if it's seen by anybody at all, I'll be glad. But the, and I think that uh, we've gotten to the point where we should know, um, we should know better. We should know how to, and it, we can no longer have royalty or people who are unelected making decisions for us or having uh, ancillary bodies our leaders have to be accountable to us and they should be easily removable when they cross a line and we need to have people under them or certainly people who are moral and ethical and true to that form the problem is is we've had too many people get in the place because of money one of the worst things that happened in the United States was a, a decision that was made about uh, Citizens United or certainly speech from corporations being being bought and paid for. And they bought, they start, all these corporations started running their mouth. Corporations should have nothing to do with politics, nothing. Uh, there should be barriers to that. There needs to be barriers to trusts. Trust should have to pay taxes just like everybody else. The reason why the Gates Foundation makes so much blessed money, not only because Warren Buffett kicked the, two and a half billion dollars in it every year because 
they avoid taxes. That's got to stop. If you want to, I, 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 true, true enough, there are some things you can agree on with the left. One thing that needs to be agreed on is you can't have this super rich billionaire deciding who, who deserves this money and buying up of people. He buys up doctors. He buys up uh, foundations or companies, et cetera, et cetera. I don't have anything against people making money capitalistically, but that's what trust uh, you need to have trust busting. You need to have busting of monopolies. We had those. We have rules on the books to do this, but we don't have the will to, to investigate. We have morally bankrupt people that work in the DOJ and they're all political appointees anymore. Enough with this uh, politics. You either you either fulfill your position or you get lost. So that means there's going to be a there's going to have to be a massive upheaval of people that have to be um, removed from office around the world. So it isn't just in the United States. This has got to happen everywhere. You know who they are. You can tell who they are. They're the ones that talk down to you. They're the ones that label you. They're the ones that are dismissive of your uh, claims of being abused. And, and for the people that are scared out there who are conformists, who thought COVID was the, the, the blue bonnet plague and uh, Spanish flu all wrapped up into one, turn off your TV set. They're lying to you. They've been lying to you. They don't ever, they never tell you the truth. They bring on Fauci the liar and Fauci the liar will tell you anything it, it, that's convenient in order to get you to, to go along with the thing. They want you to jab your kids. You don't know whether you're not sterilizing them tomorrow. You never know. I know the stream is probably going to get taken down because I just said that, but whatever, I don't care. You know, that's the, that's the risk you take. I'd rather, I'd rather lose channels and lose uh, outlets than, than ever be untrue to what I have to say. So good luck to the Canadian truckers out there. I hope your, your, uh, your peaceful protest in uh, Ottawa uh, succeeds. You have a prime minister that's so scared of you, he suddenly gets COVID. I thought he was supposed to be double or triple jabbed. I don't know how many times he got stuck in the arm, but nevertheless, it seems like the vaccine just didn't work, did it? Now, I suddenly got COVID. Boy, that sounds like somebody, some dog ate his homework, so to speak. So it shows you a lot about uh, uh, what these politicians are. Deep down, they're just cowards and they're weasels and they're corrupt to, corrupt to high heaven. So I'm going to go ahead and end this broadcast. Like I said, good luck out there to the Canadian truckers and uh, God bless everybody.